<laughs> hello, 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 everyone. It is yours truly, Rick. We are here with the beautiful, the talented, the lovely Buku Abai. Yo. How are you doing? I'm amazing. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing great. I'm so glad we was able to get you here. Like, I'm excited. I'm so honored to be here, honestly. Oh, stop. She, she, oh, stop. Stop it. Of course. It, stop I it. saw all my little friends here. I was like, I need to get on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy that you're here. This is the season finale. Yay! Amazing. <laughs> it has been a, an incredible journey. Did you get here safe? Of course, always. always. Good, good, it was good. great. It was great. But I actually have a question for you. Okay. How has the experience been? Oh my. How is this your last episode? Like, what's up? Um. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Honestly, this experience has been like life changing because 2018, I was really kind of lost creatively. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. <clears throat> where I wanted to go, like, you know, um, I'm, I'm also acting. So I was doing lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of auditions, yeah. getting lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of no's. Yeah. Um, and just trying to work on myself, you know, work, I work two jobs, you know, I have little siblings, I go to school, I went to school. And, you know, 2018 was just really not the best year. Yeah. So doing doing this, kind of gave me a new purpose, a new, a new life, sort of, that. you know what I mean? I like, like yeah. creatively, I see the future now, you Good. know? And then on top of that, I wasn't the best person when it came to like meeting new people, networking and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And this has like made it seem so much easier than it really was to yeah. really meet new people because <clears throat> people are really cool yeah i think i think all creators are like that though in a way like mm -hmm. it's really because i'm the same way i have to like almost force myself to go places yeah because it's yeah. like it's really awkward for me like when i'm on stage and performing people would have no idea that i feel weird like <laughs> talking to people like i will it's very hard for me to go up to somebody and be like yo like my name is buku or whatever mm -hmm. and but i feel that i'm glad that that you were able to like find yourself through this. Yeah. It's amazing. It's oh, good. She <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into you, I just want to say RIP to John Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. um, we lost him this past week. And I was at work when I found out, and I was just really? like, Man, because all the iconic moments and lines yeah. from projects that he's been in just came up. Um, do you have a, a project that you like most from him? I don't I don't know. I don't have a favorite. Mm -hmm. I think of course it's like the stereotypical most iconic world Friday. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But um just his spirit I felt like was amazing. Yeah. I felt like in a sense like we were family. Like it mm -hmm. was weird. Like he was like that grandpa like figure in the industry. So um, but I think I was at home like when I found out mm -hmm. and I think like my heart kind of just like stopped for a second and I was like damn But I know his spirit will like forever live on so yeah Yeah, but R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Now moving on to something on a lighter note yeah. You just recently performed at the A3C Yes I did Festival <laughs> <laughs> Now tell me first of all the costume 
you came through. Thank you. Tell, tell me, let's start with the costume. Who, who, right. who put that together on that? Um, so Trap Trunks, he is an uh -huh. artist from Miami. So yeah, shout out to Trap Trunks. We are very, very close. Um, and we work together often on like mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. But for this look for A3C, um, I really wanted to do like 101 Dalmatians slash like Coella DeVille. Mm -hmm. And so I went to him with the idea and we kind of, agreed upon that like little jumpsuit look or whatever mm -hmm. but yeah that was like my favorite look to date that we've worked on so. yeah but i'm excited because we have a lot of other stuff that we got going on so yeah shout out to him yeah is that like is that like your thing to have like costumes like attires like when you perform because like i know like certain icons are known for like, like michael jackson the glove the jacket you know beyonce has like the what is it called the, the leotards, yeah. you know, is that like kind of your thing to have? Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's like my thing, like I don't purposely try to do it. It's mm -hmm. just, I don't ever try to fit myself into like one identity. Right. So I think more than anything, like I'm always challenging myself to explore different identities within me mm -hmm. because I think as artists, like we're always, <clears throat> excuse me we're always like forced to like oh well what's your sound what's your identity what's your look you know and i feel like it's very like crippling to artists to be like in order to be marketable you have to go by like this one sound this one identity i don't yeah. think that's fair yeah. and so i try to push the norm like anywhere i go like nine times out of ten i won't look the same way that i did last time but it, it represents like humans in general like we're evolving forever yeah. so we're never the same person so i don't feel like the outside should represent that yeah yeah I like that. thank yeah. you thank now you. tell me about how the experience was performing there have you performed there before or was no this is my first year okay. i was so excited um because when i originally moved to georgia like a3c was one of the first festivals that i heard about mm -hmm out here and i was like oh my god i gotta get on it i gotta perform there and so to get the call i was like what the fuck? yes like <laughs> yes i will perform are you kidding me i don't care what stage it is like just to get my foot in the door meant a lot right yeah so it was great it was great right did you meet anybody there or did you see anybody there that you know you were wanting to connect with Yes, I don't remember names because I'm terrible with that unless I know you like personally. Yeah, I feel you on that. But I did. I met like amazing people, and even after the show, like I've gotten some really good connects just by like, you know, planting little seeds here and there. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited for like what the rest of the year has in store. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any, it's gonna be great. Any 2020 goals? touring i want to perform i'm <laughs> i want to perform okay. a3c yeah a3c was like my first performance in like a while like almost a year oh wow yeah and so well no i lied i just lied that fast wow so it was like a few months <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was a few months and then the performance of that performance like it had been a really long time mm -hmm. um but yeah i really want to start performing more i really don't like uh like that one performance and then like five months later then i perform again yeah. I'm trying to get more consistent with that so that's definitely a goal um i have i'm working on another project right now okay. we've got a lot of features coming okay. um music videos like i got a lot 
Where I had like the audience take a very deep breath with me, like at on the same at the same time or whatever, um, just as a way for us to connect our energies like in that moment, mm-hmm. um, and for them to see like more of a vulnerable side of me as an artist, because I think um, it's very easy to assume that what we do because we love it is like an easy job, and it's like. Easy to assume because we love to perform that it's comfortable or that it's always like, you know, not a big deal. Yeah. Um. So I just did that as a way to show, like, look, I get nervous. You know, like I need y'all support just as much as you want to see me perform. Yeah. You know. Um. And I think I might do that a little more because it like humanized me in a way to the crowd. Like it made them feel like, oh wow, like she was able to tell us that she, you know, needs our support. I liked that. Um, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like setting the tone, setting the energy yeah. is like very important to me, and so mm-hmm. I might start doing that like before my performances. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry. Other than that, I don't think I really have anything that like I do specifically. I shake really bad though, like before every show. Really? Yeah. Right. Like bad. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes like I won't even be nervous. It'll just be like if two artists are before me, like I'm like, <laughs> like adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. it's it crazy. It gets crazy. But yeah, that's like I don't know. I'm trying to find something to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's good. That's you know that's your your body telling you like it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. To get it. yeah, 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 exactly. Can we can we do that? Can we take like a, a deep breath? Thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to do? Yeah, it? you just lead it off. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two. Well, okay. But first, sorry. <laughs> breathe in through your nose and out of your. Mouth. Okay. Do we close our eyes? Do we keep our eyes open? Like whatever what? you're comfortable with. Okay. So okay, if cool. you want to close your eyes, close them. If you don't, don't. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Hey, I like that. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it like puts you in a zone for a little bit. You're like, yeah. Oh, okay, we're here. I'm like relaxed. Yeah, you're here. You're back. She did it for like breathe in four seconds. Breathe in four. I when I did it at the show, I did it. Um, I did three breaths, hold in for three, pull out for three. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. So correct me if I'm wrong, but. Mm-hmm. Did you start taking music more serious in your early teens, or was it even before then? Uh, I would say late teens, actually. Late teens. Like as far as when I made the decision to professionally do it, I was a late bloomer. Okay. Um, but I have been doing it all my life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I went through a point in my life where I didn't want to do music just because I. I got a chance to experience the industry and like the、yeah. not so good side of it, and so as a child, like it really turned me off. And even though like I had interest and I was a creative, that wasn't something that I wanted to put myself through at the time.、Yeah. 
And I think a lot of it was just because I wasn't strong enough. Like as a young child, you don't really know like a lot of your life you control. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like as a kid, you really just, you don't process it that way. So I was very turned off by the industry and I did not want to do it. I didn't want my kids to go through what I had to go through, like none of that. And then I don't know, I just never stopped doing it and I ended up in a band <laughs> and we oh, performed sad. one time. Yeah, we performed one time and I was just like, oh shit, like this is like crack. Like, <laughs> like I need some more of this. Oh, I need some more. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to perform again. I want to do this. I And yeah, I just had, I didn't go back. Okay. What was the name of your band? Um, so it was actually a like after school program. It was called School of Rock. Oh, and yeah, so, okay. yeah. So um, they had like different levels. They had lessons. They had like um, like a immediate band where you just only had rehearsals and then it would go up from there. And mm -hmm. so the one that I was in, we like toured around. Was it? I can't remember the region. I'm like terrible. Oh no, no, you good. But it was like all over Illinois. Okay. That area. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But yeah, we um like the like the Midwest. Yes, Midwest. Thank uh -huh. you so much. Don't judge me, y'all. Please, <laughs> y'all are terrible at something. So. <laughs> but yeah, we toured like all over the Midwest. Um, it was very, very nice. It was a nice experience, and I think that is kind of like what showed me like this is what i really want to do because i tried i tried to be a veterinarian like i tried to do volleyball but i just wasn't as good as i am in arts mm -hmm. so that's when i knew like this is it <laughs> so besides music you're also very artsy yes you're in the yeah. sculpting yes. painting yes yeah, I sculpt, I paint. Um, I'm also, videography is like a hobby for me. I don't like do videos for other people, but right. a lot of the videos that you see on my Instagram, like I edit those myself. You do? Yeah. Those are really good. You you need, I need to learn some tips from her. Cause I'm like, I was like, who does her, who does her stuff? You do that? Yeah, yeah, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I'm, and that's the thing. Like I'm very big on like tagging people. So mm -hmm. if you don't see them tagged, I probably did it. Okay. Yeah, if you don't see another person tagged, it, it most likely can came from me so yeah i edit um i like to play the guitar yes. um, i love working on photoshop like digital art pretty much anything creative like i really am into um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I just be out here doing art. <laughs> <Not literally. laughs> what is what is the, like the hardest thing you sculpted? Um. Well, to be completely honest, like I just picked up sculpting like mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. And so I've only really done like two or three things. But the hardest thing that I've done so far was I created like this. I took a drawing that I already did and I wanted it to be like a 3D version of it. Mm -hmm. So I sculpted that and that was pretty hard. Mm. Yeah, to take a drawing. How long do you think it, it took you to... To put that together. Well, it's still in a, it's still in progress. Okay, so okay. That should yeah, <laughs> that should let you know. <laughs> yeah, I still have to finish like the back of it and like paint it and all that. But I'll I'll, I'll show you when it's done. I'll awesome. Yes, yes. I'm gonna be looking forward to that because you know I I used to draw a lot 
I haven't drawn mm -hmm. lately, but you know, I feel like the talent is somewhere in these. Always, in it these is fingers. there. It's there. Yeah. You know, you can't deny it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I found out that was interesting is you are on a plant-based diet. Yes, I am. I am. I have have been for a while. I think it's like three years now. Um, but in total, I haven't had meat or anything like that in almost seven. Wow. Yeah. Five, six, yeah, six or seven. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, has this journey been um, an easy one, or ha has you like, have you ever wanted to like go back, see somebody eating a cheeseburger, and was like, mm, or? No, it was it was fairly easy for me because mm -hmm. like the way I grew up, my mom was very like heavy on fruits and vegetables, so mm -hmm. I was never really allowed to eat red meat. I only ate turkey, chicken, and fish all my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. I wasn't really big on ribs yeah. or pork. Yeah, so my mom would make us have a salad like every day, a smoothie every day. So mm. it was just like ingrained in me already to put fruits and vegetables above anything else. So when I made the decision in high school, um, it wasn't like that big of a deal for me. I was just like, I'm tired of eating chicken. Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah, do this yeah, anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I just started pescatarian. Um, so I was only doing fish and vegetables and stuff like that, cheese, and blah, blah, blah. And then I don't know, like, as I did more research, that's when I started cutting out, like, I cut out fish. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to be vegetarian. I started doing more research, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I cut out cheese and cut out milk. Oh, wow. and then, Yeah, and then, like, here I am. But I will say, like, I've been slacking very badly this past like year mm -hmm. I want to do better because mm -hmm. um, I think it's very important to understand that you can still be like an unhealthy vegan just because you're vegan <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that you're eating all of the right things mm. um, and so yeah I just want that to be clear I'm not like the healthiest person right now <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm working on myself because <laughs> um, my mom raised me sort of similar like yeah. I, I don't eat uh, beef. I don't eat pork. Mm -hmm. I do eat chicken and turkey and fish. Oh. Oh. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, is it will it be an easy transition if I wanted to like cut chicken out or cut turkey out? I, I personally think it, it will be because mm -hmm. it's more about like your self will. Like, if you have a lot of like determination within you, it's mm -hmm. super easy. Because if it's a decision that you want to see like happen. You're gonna make sure that you do it. Yeah. Um, but I will say like discipline is a big part of it because I don't know, <clears throat> once you get like to a certain point, you realize it's really just about taste. Cause honestly, like, yeah, chicken tastes great, but like, are you really gonna eat chicken out of the packet raw? No. no, you're mm. gonna season it, you're gonna saute it. So like chicken itself isn't what you actually like the taste of. Mm -hmm. It's the texture, it's the smells, it's the the taste that you're getting from the seasonings, it's how you cook it. So I feel like once you get into that zone and you're able to be like, oh, this is the taste that I like, it's much easier to be like, I don't need chicken, I just need something that feels like chicken, right. you know? Yeah. Drop that gym. It's a mind thing. Yeah, it is a, it is <laughs> a, a mind, mind thing, thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a mind thing. Because we just went somewhere and, and Chris had what the impossible burger or something yeah. and it was like yeah. was that plant-based 
Hell yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You would never know. Yeah. You would never know because it's, it's, it's a mind thing. It's a mind thing. You would never eat a raw hamburger. I'm exactly. sorry. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You would never. <laughs> well, now I have some hope. 2020. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to. That's what I would say. The best way to do it is just change your perception on like what being plant based is, because mm-hmm. it's not like just eating salads and stuff. And your your diet will change. Yeah, absolutely. Every six years. So like, hmm. even if you're eating like chicken and fish and all those things, like in six years, like your body may reject it. Yeah, you and never like, know. Now, like people's bodies are rejecting like milk and like all that stuff early on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll realize a lot of it, like, once you do research, and I don't like to ever, like, state facts because I don't want people to feel like I'm trying to push them into a certain lifestyle. But, like, Mm. once you do research, like, you'll realize, like, it was never really meant for us Mm. anyway. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Lord. (laughs) Deceiving me. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. So. I got some I can work on. Thank you. Yeah, no Thank you very Thank much. You. <laughs> so this year, mm-hmm. I'm taking a little back. Earlier this year, mm-hmm. you released a project yes. called Don't Call Me. Yes, I did. Now I listened to this project and I liked it. I it was giving me a little alternative. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't something that I don't think people would traditionally yeah. be used to hearing. And I was I was really impressed by that, that you were able to like create that. Thank you. I want to start off by the cover, because yeah. the cover is dope. Tell me um, how that came together. Chop jokes. <laughs> Shop. My nigga. Shop. My oh. nigga. My nigga, for real. Like, overall, like, oh, man, that's my nigga. But yeah, Chop Chunks, he did the cover. We, um, I came to him about it, and I was just like, yo, this is the project. This is what I want. This is what it's about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I want to say like two weeks later, he came back and he was like, boom, this is the cover. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like we didn't even have a revamp or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I fell in love with it even off the sketch. Like I just knew that that was it. So it was great. All right. Can you explain it? Because I know there's like a skeleton hand and it's like a, it's like a phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how, how did the premise of don't call me was just i was really going through like like a very like ego shedding moment in my life and i was realizing like um a lot of the things that i don't know maybe like as a woman i need to Mm reevaluate. um i was at the time when i really really started writing yeah i was just turning 18 and I took it upon myself to really explore me as a woman because mm-hmm. I don't know, I just realized like up until that point, I had been told what to do, where to go, what to wear, who to hang out with. So I didn't really have like an idea of who I was mm-hmm. for real, for real, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it was very important to me to figure that out. And I just, I don't know, I was in a space of like, I didn't really want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to figure myself out. Like, I didn't want to talk to exes because I had exes calling me. I was like, nigga, like, (laughs) what are you doing? Like, don't call, like, don't call me was such a relevant term in my life at that time. Mm -hmm. And so that's really how like the project came about because Mm -hmm. it was just like, 
I'm exploring myself sexually. Like, don't call me. Like, I'll call you, nigga. You know yeah, yeah. Not right now, you know? Right. So it was just a lot of moments in my life at that time where I was just like, wow, like, don't call me. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> you know, like, ex-friends, like, all that shit. So, yeah, it was just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> you know? okay. Now, one of my favorite songs is Location. Thank you. I listen to that over and over <laughs> Like this. Thank you. And of course, you you um, worked with Destiny Brown on Late yes, Night. Yes, my baby mama. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Destiny. Me. I love you. <laughs> um, uh, how long? How did that record come about? I know y'all have been friends for for a long time. Yeah. Um. So we've been friends for a while. Uh, I don't want to misconstrue the story because I have terrible memory. Mm -hmm. But I want to say, yeah. Okay. So I was working on this song for a while. Like I had actually written that song like five years ago. Actually. Yeah. It was a very long time coming <laughs> for Don't Call Me. Um, so yeah, I wrote it a very long time ago mm -hmm. and I just, I remember like I had moved away, but within the process of me moving away, I had asked her if she wanted to be on it. Cause I just, I don't know. I wrote my verse and I got stuck and I, I kept trying to write it. Like I kept writing a second verse and I was just like, this is not right. I need somebody else on this. But her voice kept popping up in my head. I was like, Destiny would be right. Um, so yeah, I just remember reaching out and like, hey babe, like you want to do this song with me? I sent it to her, she loved it. And I was just, cause at the time, like we were just getting to know each other. So mm -hmm. like, I was still like kind of a fan more than a friend in a way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, Destiny likes my music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yes, I'm in. I got my little validation, like, uh -huh. she likes it. Um, so she's like, yeah, let's do it. She sent me back her verse and I was just like, yo, you snap. This mm -hmm. is perfect. I'm so glad I asked you to do this. Um, and then like a year went by, I think, and we didn't record it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I popped up in Atlanta cause I had moved away mm -hmm. and I popped up and I texted her on like, like a week before 420 and I was like, yo, let's link up. We got to record this. Mm -hmm. She's like, all right, I'm down. And so mm -hmm. 420, we recorded, we got high school. Yeah, man, it was nice. It was that's great. That was a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> came out great. Thank you. Um, so with uh, a project like Don't Call Me, are you hesitant to put it out? Are you like protective about your body to work? You know, because once you put it out there, it's there exactly. for the world. To... Yeah. So how do you feel about releasing projects? Um, I, I think before I released it, like I did go through like a lot of hesitation and like, I don't know what people are gonna feel about it. And mm -hmm. cause just really mainly the content of it, it's very sexual. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like as a woman, you can get like boxed in very easily or shunned out very easily because of that. Mm -hmm. So I was very nervous for that um, because it was my first like full body of work. I didn't want to be categorized as like that artist yeah. but it was also very important for me to like break down that barrier and <clears throat> let people know like women think this way we feel this way and mm -hmm. it's natural to feel this way it doesn't mean that just because i'm thinking it and i'm saying it that i'm doing it right. or that i'm gonna go out and do it right. but if i am then that's my right like as a woman to do that right um so yeah at first i was and i think after dropping the project i gained like a sense of confidence in myself that it doesn't really matter for me now like i don't 
I never did music for anybody else but me. Right. So projects and all, like as long as I know I did what I had to do and it serves me and my highest self, then like I'm pretty much straight. I don't care if one person listens to it or one million. Right, you right, know? Right, right, right. And yeah. So <laughs> Right, but no yeah, pressure. yeah. No <laughs> Overall, don't call me. I really like that. That was a great introduction to Thank you. you and who Thank you are you. as an artist. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate of that. I, I was very worried about that. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was concerned that it wouldn't do me justice as like me as a whole, but mm -hmm. I feel like it did. So oh, I appreciate that. Of course. You. <laughs> now you have a song called "Dear Daisy." Yes, that was my first single. Yes. Yeah. Um, I pulled a lyric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, got the note card? Come on. I, I, put <laughs> 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 I, I put a lyric from the song, and I'm gonna say it. I just want you to okay. elaborate to me where it came from. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a singer, so I'm not singing this. Okay. All right, <clears throat> it says, your smile makes it all worth, worthwhile. Mm -hmm. If you decide to leave, I should speak. If you ever held me close, I will hold you closer. If you said you had to leave, I would close the door right after. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, so... It just means that no matter how much I love you, I'm always going to love myself more. And I will never sacrifice myself for another person. No and, and like that song wasn't even like on a relationship tip. It was just like family, people mm -hmm. in general. Um, I was always taught that as a young girl, as a young child, like to always choose yourself no matter what. And I think that's the highest form of love, honestly, mm -hmm. is to choose yourself in any situation because at the end of the day, if you're like constantly pouring out into something else or somebody else, mm -hmm. eventually you're gonna run out and you're not gonna have anything else to give to anybody, including yourself. So yeah, that's what that song was about. Like it, it was very important for me to write that. Yeah, I really like that song. Thank you. And the, the visual and Thank all that. Thank you. It just... Yes, shout out to um, Deshaun Watson. Shout out. My nigga, you know, <laughs> he did the video for that one. Um, we've known each other for a while, too, so it was great working with him. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like the vibes in there. Yeah, it was cool, right? It was very, like, chill. I loved mm -hmm. it. I loved it. All right, now I'm going to say some words, and I want you to tell me what they mean to you. Okay. Vulnerability. Strength. I think vulnerability means strength. Okay. Beauty. Mm. I don't know, like for some reason the the word is is popping up in my head because I feel like beauty is like it's, it's everywhere like it's inevitable it's in anything it's in whatever you want it to be like you know it doesn't have this specific this is what beauty is it's right. like whatever you feel like beauty is <laughs> right. yeah trust 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just clearly jaded because the first word that popped in my head was hard. <laughs> oh. oh man, wow, self-reflection. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick with my answer, hard. Trust is hard. No. Love. Everything. I think love is everything. Um, but not in the sense of like how people misconstrue love. I mean like actual unconditional love. Mm -hmm. I think that's everything. Fear. Hmm. I don't know. I want to say imaginary in a sense. I feel like fear is, it's false. Mm -hmm. I feel like we shouldn't allow fear to, cause I feel like fear stops us from a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel like intuition and fear are different and people kind of like can confuse the two. I do it all the time. Like I'll be like, oh, bitch, this is my intuition. But it's like, no, like, nigga, you're scared right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, you know, like, you uh -huh. shouldn't even be thinking about all these things. Right, right, you're right. You're just anxious. Right. You're scared. You have fear. Um, so I feel like, yeah, fear is just, like, the ego's way of protecting itself. Right. And I feel like intuition versus intuition is, like, the spirit's way of protecting itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Time. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Yeah. It's an interesting answer. Thank you. Will you, will you want me to elaborate? <laughs> I mean, you really, I mean, you're right though. Yeah. Honestly, especially the way they can like manipulate time. Like we just went back an hour, right? Like, or you go to uh, California, it's a different time zone or yeah. it's like, and I don't know, time is a, time is a space, like, it's not like, I don't know, it's, it's nothing you can actually measure, like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I personally just, time is not a real thing, like, 5 o'clock p.m., it's not real. Yeah. It's just, like, our way of being able to be, like, this is what's happening right now. Yeah, because we, I don't know, like, as humans, we need to, like, this is what this is. Like, I feel like that's why that question for artists, like, oh, well, what type of artist are you? Mm -hmm. Because like, just saying that I'm an artist, like, isn't enough for the next person. Like, they need to know, like, well, what type of artist? Because when you say artist, like, you you have, like, an idea of, like, four or five different people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you box, like, that entire genre of artists into, like, oh, you're like Drake. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're like Nicki Minaj. You know, yeah. so I feel like that's why it's so hard for people to like grasp that idea. That, like, I don't know. I don't feel like it exists because I feel like a lot of constructs that we have come up with don't actually exist. Right. They're just here to like help our egos survive right. in this dimension. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I fucks with that. Thank you. <laughs> now, new music. I know you just worked with your sister. Yes. 
Yes. yes. We just dropped a song called Focus. Mm -hmm. um, that's been out for like three weeks, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I definitely have more music coming soon. I'm about to get back in the studio to work on my project, mm -hmm. my second one. Um, and yeah, I have a few features coming and I'm very Ooh. excited. Yes, they're gonna be great. I'm I'm tapping a little bit outside of my comfort zone, so you guys are gonna get like a different sound from me. Okay. Which I'm very excited for. Okay. Um yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you. Um oh I want to thank you. Thank you. For, I'm for so honored here. to be here <laughs> and on the last episode. The like, season finale, yes. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever really know. Like, but I mean shit. Like I got the last episode fuck. <laughs> shit. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, if you want anybody to <laughs> If you want anyone to follow you, listen to your music, where can they do that at? <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at bu.k.u. Um, SoundCloud is bukuabai, B-U-K-U-A-B-I. YouTube, bukuabai, B-U-K-U-A-B-I. Um, and I will be releasing a documentary, a mini doc, very, yes, very yes. soon. So make sure you guys are staying updated and press subscribe and all that good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes. Thank you, Buku, for coming fun. through. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great experience. Um, like I said before, this is Buku Abaya. Make sure y'all stream, follow all that good stuff. Thank you all so much for joining me on this journey of Beneath the Surface. We will see y'all in 2020 for season two. And we are out this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.